always leave my family gatherings thinking to myself, you know what, if I never see those people again, it's going to be okay. Well, if they get upset at you doing a dance to the Beastie Boys, then I know, yeah. are they worth hanging out Who with? Who fucking needs that, right? Yeah. Yeah. That well, was one of the best parts of Christine's wedding. Was I'm her. upset that my oh, uncle... Oh, 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 her, the Beastie Boys dance. The yeah. Beastie Boys one of my dance. cousins. One of my cousins is a big-time commercial producer, so I'm upset that that fell, fell apart. For well, some, I don't know why. But how, how did that fall apart? I don't know. Like, something... Like... <laughs> it's funny so, how talking about family brings up so many upset well, memories. Like, you know, I don't know, you know, not that anyone's, you know, they're going to hear it or they do, but it's like it was like a, something, something happened they didn't tell us about, and so that they didn't come to the wedding, our wedding, and so then they, they decided, I don't know, it wasn't nothing I did. It was some, an incident happened that they couldn't make the wedding, which is fine, like, hey, fuck. But then it was like, that's the last we heard of them. It's like they didn't like us for, for some reason, they didn't like our side for some reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what, and, and, and I haven't seen or talked to my cousins since that wedding. Well, Dave, they're here tonight. Oh. Are you on name? This is your life. Oh, shit. Cousins edition. Um, so okay, we this, do the yeah, yeah, let's do that part. Uh, this is the Guilty Pleasures podcast. Uh, this is episode 24. Too far. Too far, man. Okay, and our topic today was supposed to be uh, family gatherings. It took a while to get to that, though, because um, we started off with wine, and then we went into uh, cats, because we recorded this uh, podcast at my place, and Tim and Eric, my two cats, are wandering around causing shit. And uh, then we talked a little bit more about wine. We talked about musicals. We talked about the Book of Mormon. Oh, Paul McCartney. Then we took a break, and then oh, yeah. uh, when we came back from the break... We, oh, we, played the, we played the Thanksgiving song. Say Thanksgiving song by Adam Sandler. Yeah, we do that. Come. Then we're interrupted by uh, your cats taking a dump. Yeah, I'm and, sorry about that, guys. Uh, and then we talked about family gatherings, so we discussed each of our, our personal diff- experiences. Very different. Well, okay, I talked about Thanksgiving at my place. You asked me about that. Yeah. Then we get on to cat shit. Scott talks about his Thanksgiving. Sean, uh, Heather's my ex-girlfriend's uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, Sean's family awkward moments. And Sean talks about uh, talking politics with his brother. And we end sort of by saying that uh, your family is what you make of it. Jamila, take us away. Guilty Pleasures. It's the Guilty Pleasures Podcast. TV Dark Food. Your hosts, Dave Martin, Sugar Jam, and Scott McCricker. Yeah, Daddy. This week, we're carving up the turkey, getting drunk, having fights, and then taking a nap. It's our family gatherings episode. Live from a mystery location in Toronto, Canada. Are we starting? Well, yeah. I mean, we've already people listening. How, how, okay, how did you find the, the we did the shortest podcast last week? How did you find that? I, I thought it was good. It surprised me when it ended. I was like, what? That's it? That's it? Well, I mean, I kind of, I mean, it kind of ended because I, I kind of, I had to go somewhere and we had to just kind of quickly wrap things up. But did you like it shorter? Sure. Yeah. Or it didn't make a difference to you? Well, it was maybe or not. 45 minutes would have been good. Like, okay. Uh, hey, everyone likes a quickie once in a while. <laughs> 
So we, we're trying something different this week. We're trying to drink wine instead of beer. Yes. Yeah. We're so sophisticated now. Well, but I mean, I think the, I think the sophistication of wine can always, uh, A, uh, is a reflection of like what you're drinking the wine out of. Yes. And uh, these Gerber also, baby jars are nice. <laughs> <laughs> but you, have you been to a bar lately that actually serves out of mason jars? Like no. I've been to a bar. Uh, was, there's a bar in uh, Queen Queen East, and um, right beside Betty's that you know is is trying to be overly hipster and uh, <laughs> is trying to serve. Uh, they serve out of mason jars. I don't like that. Why don't Why don't you like that? <laughs> because the proper way to drink wine is in that regular wine glass, and the reason is you're not supposed to heat the wine with your hand. The wine is supposed to remain cool. Right. You add a heated temperature to it when you do that. That's the proper French way of drinking wine. There you go. It's to hold the stem. It's our new co-host, Sommelier Fisher. <laughs> hey, I know a little bit about wine. Me too. I pretend, but... I used to... I used to I mean, wine in a mason jar, no. I mean, like a rum and coke in a mason jar, sure. Um, you know, a Caesar in a mason jar. And okay. what is what is wine with improv? What do you call it? Uh, wine with improv. Funny, funnier? Whose wine is it anyway? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. You made a funny joke. I was trying to bring it back. <laughs> Whose wine is it anyway? It's a new Somalia <laughs> improv show. What? Why do they should have drank? What, why do they use the word Somalia? It's the wine expert. Yeah, but well, where is that it's word? It's probably a French from? word meaning wine, wine expert. expert? Okay. It's, from right. it's from Somalia. <laughs> okay. I I immediately I used to always immediately think black. Merlot I, down. No, I used to always think of pirate as soon as I heard Somalia. As far Somalian as Somalian like, pirates, I know exactly right. Um, what about Somali B? What's the deal with that? <laughs> Somali B? Yeah, uh, I uh, I'm not a fa- I'm not a crazy fan of wine, but I remember back when I was like a, a more in my youth, um, and because wine was always easier to buy at the wine rack than easier at, to carry than, too than, than going to a beer store. Easier to carry. One bottle of wine, that's a good night. Well, because all the wine racks were always like independently owned, and I think the beer stores were always had a little bit more sort of, uh, they had a little bit more of an eye on them by the, right. by the cops as, serve, as far as like serving underage kids. And as long as so, you let uh, you know, the guy serving you, Jerry, who was running the wine rack, tell you about the feature. Dude, let me tell you about the feature. That's my job. I love the wine rack. And they have rack. a sample. You get a sample. You get a little sample there. Yeah, oh. I love it. When I discovered the wine rack, I was like, oh, my God, this place is open until 11? Yeah. And it solves so many problems for me. Well, yeah, I don't Well, that's coming soon, hopefully. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Like beer at the 7-Eleven. And... I don't think that's going to happen. Well, Loblaws is going to happen. It is happening. It heard, is? Apparently. Like that Loblaws is. Well, but then... Is that, but... is that the proper pronunciation? Loblaws is? Loblaws is. Loblaws it's always whenever I hear about that shit about how they don't want to serve uh, beer and wine at like convenience stores. It just it's a reminder that I sometimes think the Canadian government doesn't want the Canadian citizen to be all that profitable and successful by themselves. No, need us. Huh? We'll tell you what, how what's okay. I know right. it's an old puritanical thing that goes back to back no, to when no. I remember my dad had to walk up to a strange window and write a piece <laughs> of paper. Hey, I was back then. My mom used to go by my mom. My favorite trip was the liquor store. You go to the, the, I guess, with numbers and windows and little counters, and then she'd go look at the rum she wanted and put the number down and put the quantity, so and then give it to the guy across the counter, and then he would go give it to another guy, and he would go in the back and, and grab it for you and put it in, the, put it in a brown bag. 
We should probably tell everybody that we're being uh, run over by cats. Yeah, there are two cats that are trying to One, sabot- I'm still being recorded, but my headphones got knocked out. The, the cats are sabotaging well, this recording. The cat's chewing on the other end. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if you I'm no audio expert. When a cat's chewing on the part you plug in, <laughs> maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Maybe yeah. if you ever wondered why they don't have cats uh, just roaming around the studios <laughs> when you record shit, suddenly because every, every wire turns like, I should attack that. I'm well, a cat. We got an email from one of our listeners who said, what would happen if you unleashed two cats while you were recording? All right. Well, now, back to the you. count. Back to the countdown. I'm Gage to Gage. You know what it is? Dave? Well, recently, Rick James decided to record an album uh, all hopped up on cocaine with about 30 cats running around the studio. It was not so freaky. Let me tell yeah. you that much. Here's what happened. Back to the countdown. Here's what you don't know. Oh, and you know what these guys love to Kitty do? Kitty cats are a hell of a drug. Yeah. Well, it's it's and you know what these 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 cats love to do is just to uh, uh, knock shit over whatever they want. Well, yeah, they basically do whatever they want. But I you know what? He's not, ve- Dave is very empathetic towards cats. Very empathetic. And uh, like, I am a little. I would have already put my cat into a room and segregated her from mm. the the recording. That's what I would have done easily. Right? Well, that, yeah, but what you're saying what you're saying to Dave is that he's not a good pet owner. What a good pet owner should do with guests is put them in a different room, right, Sean? No, I'm just, just saying. To start I would, I would, I'm a little more heartless. I would have been like, "Look, Barbarella, you're oh. causing a problem, and you have to go into the, the other screen. room." And Dave won't do that. He wants oh, his Tim's cats. Tim's a little to- shaken. Well, I, it's not that I, I just I just know that they're gonna. If I lock them in a room, they would just sit there and scream. Or I'm not gonna lock them out on the balcony because then they'll be like, "Oh fuck, we." I just, I just sometimes don't think that cats have a very big. Um, uh, they don't look at the big picture. They're sort of like, oh, well, oh, he doesn't want us inside anymore. Well, I guess we'll jump to another balcony. So, you, that's my problem with what, because you let you let your cats go on the balcony a little bit. Oh, do, and guys, don't fight. Yeah, fight. Oh fuck, no, but don't don't fight around the wires. A little kitty MMA action. Oh god. So we gave the cats some wine yeah. as well. Guys, to see what cats, you know, give them some catnip at the break. (laughs) A famous break. Maybe I'll do some catnip. Yeah. Um, Have have humans ever tried catnip? What happens if a human takes catnip? I don't. uh, I I think nothing. Hey, you Um, know what? I think we should try it. Do you have some catnip? uh, I got got a couple. I got got a couple of uh, keys, baggies. Yeah. (laughs) Some some papers. We'll roll it up. We got some dust. Do that. Some catnip dust. (laughs) Okay, let's do that. Um, but what, okay, when we were talking about wine, I want to lick uh, my anus for some reason, Dave. <laughs> hey, you'd never leave the house, man. Hey. My <laughs> Why are you shitting in a box now? <laughs> Look, I love things. your joke about I'm the starting shitting in the the cat litter. And oh then my playing God. a prank on your friend, right? My, my yeah, my old uh, shit in the cat's litter box joke. I thought that would take me all the way to David Letterman. Oh, and I, <laughs> that <laughs> joke used joke. to used to kill all the time. Yeah, it was, it was, it was at least David Letterman's house where he has a cat and he shit in his litter box. <laughs> the, um, wasn't but someone I, else do that joke on TV first or something? Or uh, well, actually, you know what? Um, is it still in the courts? Uh, he, the comic has, has uh, died, but Robert Schimmel used to do a joke about taking a shit in his buddy's uh, litter box, and it freaked him out. And then George Clooney told a joke about where he took a shit. He, he said this joke. He said this anecdote on the Tonight Show about how he took a, a shit in his friend's cat's litter box. And but for me, the joke was all not taking the shit in the box, 
to me, the joke was getting caught doing it. Right. Yeah, that, exactly. to me, was the funny part. This is going to be so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was, was going to be so funny if... You, you were know. just wearing, on here watching me do this right now. I got to go, right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 to me, was the joke part. But uh, but my old, the, my old philosophy about wine, because we were always drinking it underage, was that uh, uh, the wine always had to be above 12%. That was always a good thing. Uh, under, under, I'd say eleven. I prefer fourteen percent myself. Really, it's hard to find a fourteen percent. No, it's not that hard. No, no. But I, aren't the fourteens more expensive? Not really. I, I have a rule myself, which is I, my rule is I go into the liquor store, and I go into the Italian section, and I look for uh, wine under twenty dollars, and you cannot lose. Also, uh, about thirteen point five to fourteen percent alcohol. You're going to win. You can't okay. lose. You can't lose. <laughs> That's been Sean's liquor store tips. Yeah, it sounds like you're running a marathon. Just Ita- yeah, Italian just, under twenty. <laughs> That's disgusting. Italians under twenty. I got to Google that on my Pornhub today. <laughs> yeah, Italian under twenty. What was the glory? I I found a new uh, porn. So- anyways. Oh. Uh, uh, what I like Italian to do is my twenty. If I can't, if I can't find a fourteen percent wine, I like to do is I, I like to take home two seven percent wines and then put just, mix them together, <laughs> and then just drink them <laughs> fast together. Yes. The uh, no, I used to, it had to be above twelve percent, below nine dollars, um, preferably with a handle so you could ride a bike at the same time, and that was always one of my requirements too. But um, but just because wine, they didn't ask for ID uh, very often at the no, wine store. I didn't store. realize that. That's and, good. Well, I mean, but when you're buying like well, we live night post pre post pre nine eleven pre nine eleven the glory days. Yeah. The, well, but and guys would be like, ah, get out of here with that six pack. Ah, get you out of here, crazy you, kids. You, here, you have some now wine. Now it's like call the cops and CS. It gets called. But uh, they no, we would have a. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you're 17 and you're buying wine and you're going to drink it in a ravine, you could, your standards <laughs> couldn't be too high. You know, it's but. funny because when I moved here from Calgary, I remember that was one of the first things that I did. I met some people and they were like, hey, we're all going to go under the bridge and drink wine. I was like, really? That's what you do? Because I was in Calgary. I'd been nightclubbing for three years already. And they were like, <laughs> we're going under the bridge in the ravine to drink wine. But we're scared of the skinheads. Where They were all worried about skinheads. <laughs> well, like they were werewolves or like they were like. Yes. I was like, park? what a weird town this is. They're worried about skinheads. We're drinking under the bridge. That's so funny. You're like. Can we just go to like to a nightclub? Get <laughs> no, dressed but up. I could not get into Wear too a much night- cologne. I could not get into a nightclub here. I was already bored at nightclubs by the time I moved here. Well, because well, because well, you were from, you're from Calgary, and the Calgary, drinking age in Calgary was eighteen. It was eighteen, but they didn't care. I was going to nightclubs from when I was sixteen till I was eighteen. Wow! So I was bored of nightclubs. And I moved here. I was still eighteen, and the drinking age was nineteen. And I could not get into a nightclub. Oh, they want their ID hounds. They were oh, serious yeah. about yeah. it. And I don't know why they weren't serious about it in Calgary, but they weren't. Well, it's a cowboy town. Yeah, and yeah. people drive drunk there. It's a different world there. It is. Ah, uh, Calgary. A, a different, different and better world, it sounds like it. <laughs> well, it, it really was. And, and, that, and I, suddenly I was going to teen clubs, and I was like, oh, well, I have to go to a teen club? Well, that's what's kind of weird. It's like there wasn't any sort of, of juice. There wasn't any sort of weird transition phase that you could go through. Like, it's almost like there should have been specific bars that you could only go to when you're 19. And, and, and so it's like, you know, and, and then they would have the older bars that, like, you had to be, like, 21 to get into. And so they were, like, the bars that you could go to from, like, 19 to 21. And then when you hit 21, then you could go to every bar. But it's like to go from, like, not being able to go 
to any bar to going to be able to at like uh, 18 in Ontario and then to, once you hit 19, then you could go to every bar. It's so you're, you're kind of throwing yourself a little bit too much in the mix sometimes. And I was over it by that time. By the time I was 19, I was like, ah, I don't even want to do this anymore. But then, but then did you necessarily want to go into a ravine and drink? No, I didn't. I thought that was under a, weird... a bridge, Dave. Under yeah, a bridge. You're... It was. It was uh, uh, I forget. It's on the other side of town. Well, we would always go to like Chorley Park and around Lee Side. That's where we would go to drink. Oh and, yeah. And then and and, yeah, and and any bridge or ravine, we would always find a place to go to. That's uh, why there's always graffiti under those things, right? Because the teenagers are all. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't give that credit to homeless people of just like. I'm going to spend all my money on spray paint and some stencils. One for the wall, one for me. One for the wall, one for me. I'm going to build a mosaic of all my crossings of this country. I don't think that ever happened. That gets tagged. It's a beautiful piece of work. My life's work. A gangster comes by and goes, (laughs) K-Dog. Oh, heart attack. I am surprised, though, that on uh, on Eastern Avenue, uh, there's the old Hells Angels uh, biker club. Yeah. And someone has actually gone and spray painted their uh, their their tag That's symbol. Yeah, I think on the Hells Angels club. Yeah, I mean, definitely. the Hells Angels aren't there anymore. But well, knowing still, full, all the cameras are gone, so. Well, but still, you'd think that the Hells Angels would like you know show up every once in a while and see if anyone spray painted their old clubhouse. Well, and then they see the name. Not take long to find out who that person is if it's a known tagger. Yeah, but you also well, we like, got from wine to tagging. Yeah, but you also think that, <laughs> that you also think that Merlot the, rules. Yeah. <laughs> wine gangs. Yeah. <laughs> Look out! It's the Pinot Noirs. <laughs> We're a bit lighter. <laughs> See, I watch too much Sons of Anarchy, which is which has turned yeah. into a bit of a shit show. I like anyways. gangs. I like picture a gangs carrying a big glass of red wine. Yeah, I know. Hey, red, all big red lips. Yeah. Hey, stand up at the party. Yeah, all bunch of red wine yeah. mustaches. Yeah. But I mean, I, I was like, your your gangs are still, uh, you know, West Side Story, and my gangs are like bikers. Yeah. Uh, know, you know, yeah, yeah. You're shooting people at the drop of a hat. I love musicals, like we know. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I went to go see a uh, Book of Mormon. Have you guys seen Book I of Mormon? Whoa! Look at Lottie Dot, Mister Moneybags over here. Mister Lineup. Was it good? You enjoyed it? It is amazing. And I want to. I got to see that. It, it, it's it, it's really good. But in some ways, it almost um, it it, uh, it it almost ruins every other musical that you'll ever see because it is so. It's so well done. It is so funny, and uh, it's so uh, edgy. As much as I hate that word, it's edgy. How often do you get to hear the word "cunt" in a musical? Yeah. Well, um, I, I, well um, it, it's it, you it's, and I started in a musical full of uh, yeah, shit, quite, quite motherfucker. Fuck you, you fuck cunt, you, or, a cunt prick. or a prick. Blow job. Suck, Suck my, my dick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just, oh the memories. <laughs> it, 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 it was really, really funny. Well, really I see, well done. When I saw, and, and, uh, and also, as far as like uh, criticizing religion goes, it doesn't, um, it, it doesn't sort of uh, take the Mormon faith and you know, like stomp on on the uh, yeah, stomp, I heard the, stomp the, the Mormons the actually like it. Well, I've because it, it, it's very it, it, you, you leave it going like here's the faith. You can believe it or you don't, uh, and if it makes you a better person, believe in it. Uh, it's all a metaphor for just to be a better person, um, which I think a lot. Of sort of heavy religious people don't believe in that so much. There are a lot of Mormons in the Toronto comedy scene. Are there? Yeah. Um, Who? Janet Vandegraaff. Okay. Uh, Gavin Crawford. Gavin Crawford's a Mormon? I think his history is Mormon. I don't know oh, if he's okay. practicing Mormon. Okay. Uh, and Jessica Holmes. Oh, I didn't know that Jessica Holmes was. Yeah. Hey, watch what look like the cats are fighting now. The cats are fighting. 
and the cats in fighting in the silver spoon. See, they, oh, they, they clearly have no respect for for podcasts. No, they, they're Dave. You gotta te- teach your cats podcast <laughs> etiquette. Teach your cats well. The Do you like Cats the musical? I haven't uh, seen that. I haven't seen it. I don't. Uh, I actually I did see Cats when I was a, 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 a kid growing up. I uh, although cats. I saw Spam a lot, and that was a hilarious. I thought it was fantastic. I didn't like Spam a lot. Oh no! Why didn't you like Spam? Well, a lot? I'll tell you why. You know um, Finland, that song Finland. Yeah. Okay. The, you do you know the original recording of Finland? No. It's hilarious. It's such a great song because the guy's so bored. Right. Right. Trying to sound enthusiastic about Finland. Yeah. That's the joke. Yeah. And the musical, they're like Finland, Finland. They're singing it loud and yeah, excited, yeah. and I'm like, you've lost the whole joke of this. Song. It should have been one guy in a sp- one spotlight kind of yeah. thing, it, you, and in a slideshow, right? The country like, where I quite want to be. Fishing, hunting, not far from Vietnam. Eating snack lunch in the hall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't we play it? Do I have it? I don't oh, even Finland. know if I have it. Are we going to play Finland? Or we should play something from Spam a lot. No. All right. Finland. Here we go. Lev Lavash. Do we have more wine, Dave? Yes, we do. I want to drink wine. Okay, wine. We'll, I'll listen, some... we'll, we'll listen to a few moments of Finland and then. Uh, Finland, I'll... Hey, it's got some more wine. Finland. It's always nice to listen to the song. The with country a glass where of wine. I want to be pony trekking or camping or just watching TV. <laughs> Finland, Finland, Finland. It's the country for me, You're so near to Russia, so far from Japan, quite a long way from Cairo, lots of miles from Vietnam. <laughs> Finland, Finland, Finland. The chorus is great the, on this whole album. Be eating the backup singers always sound like they're not sure what they're supposed yeah, to do. They're all off like a rough time. <laughs> The best part, of course, is the end, right? If you'd like to hear more about Finland, please contact Flatsy. Although I know a guy, he's from, he's a, well, his, his heritage is Finnish, yeah. and his cousin came by and they're all desperate to get out of there, right? Oh, yeah. it's like, and they're all <laughs> and they're all coming here to like to be nurses, and they're all like nursing elder care is their big thing. So they come here. Finophiles. <laughs> this is from the, I, the final cut. I have this on the album. Oh, the album. I have this on the vinyl. I guess they say. Yeah. The, uh, uh, Final Contractual obligation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. And now it's time for being eaten by a crocodile contest. And now John Denver being strangled. They had to cut that out because he was going to sue them. You've said all my pills. So I think they, the, my point was, I think that they overdid the songs. They made them too much like a musical. How about I like Chinese? You can't play that anywhere in the world. I think world. we mentioned... We already talked about it. Yeah, like there's like things you can't even play anymore. We talked about Ray Stevens and... Ah, uh, what a surprise. We loved Monty Python. Let's just talk about comedy. Guys our age all love Monty yeah. Python. And we repeat did, it did, ad nauseum <laughs> <does, does, laughs> on a podcast. Does, does Monty Python still hold up? 
I don't, I don't like it as much as I used to, but if I listen to the old recordings, I still love them. I like uh, like and now for something completely different. And I mean, I mean, Holy Grail holds up sh- yeah. still, and Life of Brian, I think, still. Meaning holds of up. Life has great moments. I, yeah. I think the well, the Meaning of Life is probably one of my favorite movies, but uh, it's actually surprisingly uh, the least favorite movie from the actual guys that were in. Really? Python, yeah. Well, because they felt like there wasn't a strong enough through line in the movie, and they thought it was just a series of sketches, and they thought, well, if we're going to do a movie, it should really be a movie that has sort of a real solid beginning, middle, and end. But the meaning of life is just a series of like you know, part I think one, there's part some two. That hold it together. Yeah, there's no, a song I, about the galaxy. And the universe, and well, no, no, I'm, I'm, I, I'm on your side. I agree with you. I do think that there's a solid through line in the movie, but, um, I, uh, but, it, but, but for the guys that are actually in the uh, the Monty Python troupe, it wasn't, it wasn't their favorite. Okay. The uh, I, I went to go and see one at. Uh, I went to go see a play. Um, um, uh, Good Country, I think it was at the Royal Alex, yeah. and uh, it was terrible. It was all about Australia and how people come there for, and it's like thieves, prostitutes, you know, murderers and stuff like that. All of this, and then, and then at the at the intermission, uh, my uh, girlfriend and I, uh, Linda, said uh, we're sort of like, um, oh, do you want to stay? We don't know. Uh, this is, hasn't been enjoyable so far. And we asked uh, one of the ushers, uh, "Hey, so how is the second half?" And this was a telling sign that it wasn't going to be very good. Uh, we asked the usher, uh, how was the second half? And his response was, well, it's shorter. <laughs> and that was sort of like, well, maybe we shouldn't stick around that. If you describe anything as shorter, uh, and that's like not even a positive or a negative, uh, he, he said it's shorter and almost like that's a, 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 a yeah. good reason to leave. Hey, there's not much blur left. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, not as long as the first half, if you're looking to go. Only um, they sing, in a good country, dreams stay with you. At the end, and everyone holds hands, <laughs> Well, you know what? Okay, we're, uh, we're at a, a point now where we, we, let's, we could take a little break. And, uh, and when we come back, we were supposed to be talking about family, family gatherings. Yes. Okay. Or Magic the Gathering, the popular card game. Well, we maybe, we should, maybe we should play uh, something either from the... How about fr- Thanksgiving song? There you go. Oh, well, we argued with Sean about his love for Adam Sandler. So, we'll, we'll, okay, we'll play the Thanksgiving song, and when we come back uh, from this break, we will uh, chat a little bit about family gatherings. I want to hear the Thanksgiving song. All right. All right. This, is, uh, this is a Thanksgiving song. I hope you enjoy it. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> love to eat turkey. I love you. Love to eat turkey, cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should, cause it's turkey to eat. So good. That clapping's messing my head up, man. I appreciate it, but I was, was trying to think of the next line. I'm like, all I hear is clapping. Here we go. Thanks anyways. Turkey, 
turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. Thanksgiving is a special night. Jimmy Walker used to say dynamite. That's right. Turkey with gravy and cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded Daryl Strawberry. Turkey for you and turkey for me. And gave that girl BD. <laughs> oh, white meat, dark meat, you just can't lose. I fell off my moped and I got a bruise. Turkey in the oven and the buns in the toaster. I'll never take down my Cheryl Teague's poster. <laughs> up in aluminum foil. My brother likes to masturbate with baby oil. <laughs> Turkey and sweet potato pie. Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye. Favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble, gobble, boo, and gobble, gobble, giggle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. So, uh, anyway. family gatherings. No, well, yeah, well, can I play the Paul McCartney oh, right, song? Okay. okay, before we get into family, it's like uh, he re- he he released this. It it's was only like four hours long. Don't worry, it's, yeah, it's more of a Paul McCartney uh, <laughs> uh, snoring session. He's asleep. It's an Andy Warhol uh, project. I play it. Um, but he, it's from 1976, uh, recorded with Wings uh, during the uh, speed of sound, I think. But. John See, Bo- he was talking about this on Twitter. John today. Bonham, yeah, this is John Bonham's I didn't on drums. What this is he was new? About. It's not Why new. Why didn't he release it on Wings of Speed of Sound? Well, probably just because it was he thought, thought he had enough. We but got I, Paul McCartney on the phone. Paul, are you there? But I mean, I think every artist should do this because, like, or, this is Paul at his at his. We'll re-release old stuff from his best years. Okay, okay here, let's hear it. Here, John Bonham drums. When the drums start, he'll be like, oh, shit. You can tell it's John Bonham drumming? Well, you will. As he goes, I'm John Bonham, I'm on drums. <laughs> kind, of, kind of, yeah. So this is like unreleased? 1976. Like they were just joking around in the studio kind of thing? No, it's a real song. 
No, oh, wait a I know the song. What's the name of the song? It's unreleased. It's called Beware My Love. Beware My Love, right. Okay. I used to have this record. Well, I don't think you did. What? Beware My Love on Wings of BSM? Not this version. Beware My Love. This song was released. Without John Bonham? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay, well, I gotta I've look heard that, it before. I gotta look this shit up. But listen to John Bonham on drums. I like when he drums over McCartney's lyrics. It's perfect. I think this is just because now Paul McCartney has realized everyone liked what he did with Nirvana. And also, I'm dying. So now, yeah. no, I, I'm going to be dead soon. So now he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I've been, even when I was with Wings, I was doing hard rock, man. I had John Bonham doing drums. Hey, I saw Give My Regards to Broad Street so in a I. theater. So did I. A couple times. Do you remember the weird frog animation thing that happened before it? No, I you remember him walking with the, the reel of film in like foggy streets. such a shitty movie. It's so bad. Yeah. I, but I again, like the actually. soundtrack. <laughs> I like the soundtrack. But remember, there's a big, long Eleanor Rigby section as well. It goes on. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Eleanor's Dream, and it goes on forever, and Ringo's in it. It's so bad. I saw Help in the theater. You saw Help in the theater in 1965? I don't think help. you could have. No. It, what was the movie well, that, that came out? That it was released then, wasn't it? Well, Sergeant Pepper's with the Bee Gees? No, I saw like. Them running in a cab, running through oh, cabs. Oh, they re-released Hard Day's Night. I Hard saw, Day's Night, that's what I saw. I saw that at the Bloor Cinema when See, I was like Hard Day's super night. Oh, okay. young. There's a yeah. big difference. So, family gatherings. Okay, here, let me, let me get... <laughs> that must be tough for the McCartneys. How was Thanksgiving for you, Scott? Hi, let's invite Joan over. We loved your mom, Linda. Sorry about the one-legged lady. All right, okay. This is. Anyways, I think this is a great song. But but you were saying that that song's already been released? Yeah, not with John Bonham, I don't think. Well, what, Bonham. John John Bonham just did drums over top of it? I like, have no idea. Show? I don't know. I've heard the song before. I used to have that record when okay. it speed That's sound. news to me. I thought it was completely unreleased. No, no. It's but, been released before. But I'd like to think of it as a nice Thanksgiving gift from Paul McCartney to all of us. How was your Thanksgiving, Dave? It's fine. No, I don't. Uh, but see, okay, I don't have my family's not very tight anymore, or as it once was. Like, uh, like if if I go at like a family gathering, is my uncle? If I'm if we're lucky that uh, he's uh, uh, invited and a part of the evening and shows up. Um, but uh, uh, I. But I mean, Do you have dinner it, with your parents? Yeah, I'll have dinner with my parents. But my parents is basically the only family that I'm like connected to. So I what's, mean, that I, like? I, what's I, it like? The three of you sitting around a table? Together? Uh, sometimes uh, awkward. What are you uh, talking? There's a lot of like what, uh, plate scratches. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, well, you know what? We don't really get that uh, serious about any. Uh, Genuine subject. It's all very light and very. Uh, Do you play music in the background? No, no. My pa- <laughs> it, what's what's what always blows my mind is that my parents had zero uh, influence on me uh, as far as movies and music goes. Music especially. Like uh, like I said in the travel episode, like my dad's the kind of guy that could drive for six hours with nothing on the radio, just dead silence. And does he listen to anything? Like just- well, you know what's weird is like he listens to like a lot of World War. Too sort of like uh, you know army sound music effects and stuff. <laughs> <Sound>. <laughs> <A lot> of... <laughs> <laughs> Push, 
These are the fighters who would have signed up. Yeah, good times. Yeah. Uh, and he's a big, crazy World War II nut. My mom listens to some stuff from, like, uh, the Maritimes, like Rita McNeil. But even she can, like, silence is perfectly fine with her. But so I don't know where my crave and love for music came from. Do you ever have politi- political arguments? With my folks, no, because they never really gave me that much political, like... Uh, I mean, I come from a very liberal household, but I was never steered in any one direction politically. Huh. I was just allowed to – I just made up my own mind about things. So when your uncle comes, how does that change the dynamic? Oh, it just means that there's less things that we can talk about. Less things that you can talk about. Yeah, but I mean, you know <laughs> – like trigger, I'm the most. There's some trigger words for yeah. uncle. <laughs> no, I I I love my uncle, but just you know, people uh, things happen and situations occur, and people uh, <laughs> uh, drift apart. Not uh, not for me and him. It's more yeah. for him and my uh, my yeah, dad, brothers, brothers. So, oh, okay. But because um, I, I mean, I basically grew up uh, watching television, so uh, I don't have a real genuine connection uh, to the concept of family, family to begin gatherings. with. Okay. And so, you know, I've always been envious of sort of other people's family gatherings, even though I know that they can be a nightmare and people can yell and scream and yeah. throw shit at people. I mean, Heather's family, my ex for seven years, or my girl I went out with for seven years, her family was fucking nutsoid. I mean, it was like a Jerry Springer live Sorry, episode. Sorry, Heather, if you're listening. That's she'll, she achieved knows it, too. I've said it What's to her face. What's the case of down the stairs story? Oh, that's when her dad came home. That's and, the best uh, story I've ever heard my Her life. dad came home. I was like, I just don't, you know, when you start going out with a girl, you're sort of like, and you meet the dad for the first time, you're sort of like, oh, I'd like to make a good impression. I'd like to help out. So her dad came home with a case of beer, and uh, or he was holding two cases. And I said, oh, sir, can uh, Doug, can I help you with one of those? And he just looks at me and goes, yeah, you can help me finish one of the, drinking some of these fucking beers. <laughs> and then he... Where are they? <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. And and then he took both cases of beer and he just threw them down the stairs. <laughs> he didn't do that. It would have been hilarious. Oh, where, where are they? But from? but um, I don't know. I think her dad. North somewhere. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> yeah. They're from Skull uh, Sulkirk, which is. Sulkirk. <laughs> Northern Skull Ontario. Lake. Northern Ontario ish. Yellow okay. gourd. He'll right. come running. Okay. Uh, but but I mean but they, yeah that yeah you, you that that's why holidays and family gatherings and events uh, aren't that. Close to me. Okay, it's too bad, really, isn't it? No, I, not I, really, not really. I, I mean, hate to interrupt, but one of my cats did just take a dump, and yeah, it, you it, you can, it is awful. This is a family gathering of cats. That's the, what's going uh, on here. It literally it smells like. Imagine if someone set shit on fire. That's so you know like the thing is shit. like you, uh, it's something oh where God. you think, oh, I wish I had had that. But the thing is, sometimes you have relatives that you don't want to spend time with. And then these family gathering times can be very awkward. Right. So, Scott, do you want to talk about... Well, okay, well, what <laughs> passing out from the smell. I know. Really? I, oh, no. Well, you're right by the window, so you oh, don't, you don't smell the... I'm going to go stand it is, right it, by well, the don't, well, wait for it to hit you. No. Wait for it to hit you. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Um, it's, so, Scott. Oh. Yes. What's what are your family gatherings? So you had a thing. I used to have awesome family gatherings when my uh, dad was around. We used to go to my grandmother's house and have they they drink it up and you know the smoke would be like you know just head height and your eyes would be burning. cigarette smoke. Oh yeah, and they play like the you know the rovers and and they play cards. Wasn't was, that a party? Oh no 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 no! This is an Irish. <laughs> uh, this is, yeah. 
Um, and the unicorn. <laughs> oh. Humpyback camels. There was and green trim- alligators and long neck geese. Humpyback camels. That was my thing. It was my, my, my grandmother. I remember I have good, great memories of yeah. that and hanging out with my cousin. It was good. No, and could- then something happened and then we don't talk anymore. They didn't talk anymore and other issues. And so I never had a lot of family. I'm like, like I stayed when I was a little kid. I stayed with my mom's, my, my grandmother on mom's side. Closer to your face. Oh, I'd stay with my mom's, uh, my grandmother on my mom's side. She'd take care of me, but then she passed away. And so I didn't really have a lot of family. I met some small family. My uncle was amazing. Uncle Frank was like the best. It was, every time you go over to his house, it was the best. Well, that, I mean, that's one of the things, too. I always find that, like, grandparents will often be the ones that keep the family together. Because like, I think... Because I think, uh, they don't understand when the, the older you get, the more family means, like, to, to have someone to my, call. No, my family, my grandmother... Uh, my dad and my grandmother couldn't stand each other. Really? That's oh, your yeah, that, dad and his mom? No, no, my mom's mom. Oh, my okay. dad and my mom's mom did. They could not stand each other. So yeah. So when my grandmother was alive, uh, it was very difficult because these holidays would come around, and it would be very tense because she would come over from Hamilton, and he would. She would listen to Muzak. And then my dad would come down the stairs and just switch it off and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I love, was it, hey, was, you know Sean's dad. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, okay, when all this crazy shit is going on, do you ever actually at, at any point think to yourself, like, if I was watching this uh, from, as, a, like a, as a sketch or something like that, it would probably be hilarious? Yeah. Because yeah. that's what I felt like watching, like, Heather's family. Because my family was remarkably boring. Like, it was very sort of like, we'll show up, we'll have a drink, we'll chat, we'll have dinner, then we'll leave. Like kids in the Have hall. Have coffee and then we'll leave. Yeah, right. It was, it was like that. It was like the... Hey, same. how you doing? Nice place. All right. That sounds like cake. All right. The food, turkey was delicious. See you See later. See you later. The, and then it's sort of like... I mean, it wasn't that as fast, but it was kind of along those lines. But when I would go to Heather's, uh, watch her family, because they would just be yelling shit back and forth at each other, and her grandfather was crazy, and her uh, granny was kind of nuts, too. And That sounds like fun. Her, dad, her, her, her grandfather would drink, uh, like, uh, Royal Crown whiskey... Out of like a beaker because he had an ulcer <laughs> and he could only drink a certain amount of day a day. Or so if he, if he got through that beaker, he, he would be okay. <laughs> and I remember him once. Hey, that, that's fucking. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. And, and then he, he was like, uh, I remember him, uh, and, and he was uh, he was old to the point where he didn't know his uh, indoor voice versus his outdoor yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. So it's like he would be sitting and he would be telling stories from the war and going to strip clubs, and he was like. Yeah, and then we went to these fucking places, and these two broads were just sitting there on stage eating each other out. And we fucking... And then I'm sitting there going, like, oh, my oh, God. Pass, is this, is this always, the potatoes, please. Is this always going to be your family? Like, that was my attitude. <laughs> but, he, uh, but, yeah, anyways. Um, well, my uncle was the best. Like, I go to my uncle's place, Uncle Frank. He was the best. It was uh, lots of fun. And then, uh, my, and then not much after I got married, and we had, you know, my family isn't really close. My mom, I'm really close with my mom and stuff. Right. My brother, we gotten a lot closer recently. But Noreen, really, my wife, has really been. Her family's very close. Oh yeah. Oh, extreme! Like her sister is like her left hand. Like they're they're, they're so close, and her parents are amazing. And I love their I love their my in laws. Like my Stan and Roz. Like Stan's the best. Like he's a. Uh, I wish I had that. We, we talk about oh yeah you know and he's sort of like my he's sort of like my other my, my my dad like we we talk like that and. He likes old comedies, and I like old comedies, and we talk about old films, and he worked in the old, and, you know, he went on a double date with Rich Little. Like, he went on, a, he worked in the bars and the clubs. Rich Little as Johnny Carson? 
He went on dates. Was it Rich Little and him doing an impression of a date? (laughs) Yeah. You know, recently I went on a date with uh, Johnny Carson and Frank Frank Gorshin. There was a lot of people on that date. I think there was a lot of people. And then that one part of the date where I went. Bert Lancaster showed up. (laughs) Then Douglas and John I want another drink. And then uh, I and then I went into the washroom and who happens to be taking the piss but Ronald Reagan? Yeah. Their double date turned into an orgy. Good night, everybody. Mr. Gorbachev, take out my cock. Take down those pants. <laughs> take down those pants. <laughs> all right, you got it. That was a better old Reagan. No, joke. it's all right. no, no, no. It, it was a better. I'm going to use that because a lot of people love the old Reagan bits. Mr. I, I was. Just, I'm only good at doing the Mr. Gorbachev. <laughs> but wait, no. I'm Suck more interested. my bulls. Now, Sean, you. What What's yeah. crazy is it not crazy in any way at all, but. Um, you go to your parents on Sundays for dinner. Yes, oh, is that every Sunday? Every Sunday. Now, uh, this I, week I, I was like, hey, I can't come because I, I'm working on the Olivia Chow campaign. Oh, bullshit. My dad, your dad, what'd your dad say? My dad was like, he's, I have no son. No, no, no. He's, like, he's a liberal. Your dad's a liberal guy. Yeah, he, he, he goes back and forth, but he's voting for Olivia Chow, I think. And, uh, but he, he was so disappointed that we weren't coming over for dinner. So then I have to come over for for brunch. Oh, <laughs> and then the I'm gonna and then I'm gonna go or try no, and buy I mean, and eat nice. something so I can see you eat it's something. Nice. We listen to my music, right? I put on my iPod. I have to I have to keep skipping over all the Public Enemy and Tom Waits. That's yeah. the, those are the two things that are, that are unacceptable. You think your dad could get into Tom Waits? Jamila hates Tom Waits. Oh, okay. My wife so hates Tom Waits. My good. mom almost cries when Tom Waits comes on. She hates it so much. But it's just. You know how Tom Waits, it's one of those things you either love or you hate. Right. And I love Tom Waits, but I'm all alone. It's kind of like circus music when you think about it. <laughs> That's Wait, what Jamila yeah. says. She said it's scary circus music. <laughs> it's like scary clowns going to come out at any yeah. minute. It's like the new... And I went down, dude. I... Everything's everything's boom bum bum boom bum bum boom bum. Although I don't want to grow up as one of my favorite songs of my whole life. I don't want yeah, to grow up. It's a good song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, He's yeah, a brilliant songwriter. I, I thought you were like just saying a statement. I don't want to grow well, up. Well, that too. That's why I can say my statement there's, and also. You know what? There's a good uh, Holly Cole version of I Don't Want to Grow Up. You should listen Holly to Holly Cole her. is the sexiest woman in, <laughs> when, when she has makeup Na- on. Named Holly Cole. I've seen her before without makeup. Holly, oh my God. Not so Cole. <laughs> Not so Cole. It's like, yeah, then she goes into the makeup and it's Holly Diamond. Uh, hey, hey, see what there I did there? Go. Oh, the other thing they won't listen to is Beastie Boys. My mom Sorry. can't yeah. stand Beastie well, Boys. Well, they shouldn't listen to the Beastie Boys. No, that's Boys. fine. Yeah. It's just that I have it all mixed up. Yeah. Right? Because well, I'll listen to anything. Well, you know what? That's the uh, that's the pitfalls of shuffle. So you're saying that you could listen to your parents' music and enjoy it, but no, you like to insult their ears with your. No, I skip over it. I always come on Petty. top of it. I know what they like and okay. what they don't like. Do you make a big deal out of like, oh, Dad? Of course, I'm going to skip over the Public Enemy for you. Do you have to explain who the band? It's not are even my dad. It's my mom. Oh, but my you mom say, can't stand. Don't worry, enemy. mom. I'm changing it. Don't worry. I know you don't like Public here's Enemy. My, here's my impression of Sean's dad at the at the breakfast. Sean, is this fucking Prince again? <laughs> No, that's right. Not the fucking party. They acquired. Inspired. They acquired a taste for Prince over they, the years. This is my impression of me. Yeah, mom, changing it. Yeah, it's my music. It's my day. It's my birthday. I'll, I'll get. You, I'll fill your drinks. I'm changing it for you. Yeah. This is actually a genuine quote from my mom once uh, at, for a, a birthday. This is maybe about like uh, <laughs> uh, eight years ago or something like that. She's like, 
Now, we're going to be having people over for your birthday. Now, it's totally okay if you don't want to come by. You can do whatever you'd like to do. It's your day. It's fine. What? I was like, well, I don't don't mind coming by. (sighs) Okay. Well, all right. Well, Monica and Jeff and Anne will be here. And then I I was sort of like, wait, wait, wait. wait. Tell me how old is this? Recently? Like, uh, well, eight years like, ago. Eight, 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 no, it eight. sounds like you're a little I, boy. I was, like, no, no, I was in my early 30s. So oh, it was sort of like, okay. it was still my birthday. They could but, they're saying we're, we're, but we're also having other people over. For yeah, your I think it was just sort of like, oh, well, this is an excuse to get cake. That sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. But I, so now, <laughs> but so, so your family gatherings are uh, not nightmares, Sean, are they? No, they're not. My brother and I used to get into a lot of political arguments. Uh, that he lives in Vancouver now. Right. So uh, we don't... To get away from your political arguments? No, but my yes. brother is... Uh, my, brother, Olivia my brother... Olivia Chow. Pretty right wing. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't think he's right wing. Like, he wouldn't label himself that, but to me, he's right wing. And he likes to instigate political arguments. So he would sit at the table and he would be like, what's the thing I can say... That'll get my lefty brother upset, you know, and then he'd say it like he'd say things. He's still this is something he said recently. I can't wait for global warming because Vancouver is going to be the perfect climate (laughs) to which I said, that's like that's like barbecuing your arm and eating it and going, "Mm, that's delicious. No, so, he's I, right. I kind of agree like with him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I do kind of like. I know. You know what? I know. Uh, hey, my son might suffer, but hey, surfs up, baby. <laughs> There's a kind of. Isn't there a part? Hey, it's of not gonna last forever. Come on, the Earth is not gonna last forever. Hey, hey everybody, as your mayor, the Earth's yeah. not gonna last forever. So let's yeah. party. Yeah, as, as your mayor, Rob Ford, as, the mayor you're talking. Yeah, it's, about? It's, yeah. It's, uh, it's my, now it's, me as your mayor, Doug Ford. It's been a good run, people. Let's party! Yeah, Toronto's yeah, on board. Imagine the Earth is a crack rock. Let's just burn it. Hey, I heard some. Oh, yeah, talk about it. No, well, he was what? like, he was what? like that. He actually is not. He's not very well at all. He won't be with us very long. Is that Which why he's be sad? Uh, well, it's sad, but I mean, uh, I know the people. The hatred people have. Uh, oh, anyway, you have like so over three hours like, of so child jokes. This the, is why yes. I can get along with you guys because I had a right wing brother. So it's like well, I sort of like, hey, no. it's it's just like my family home. So I'm the I'm the furthest left in my I'm family. I'm Doug Ford. It's been a good run. My, but my mom is a liberal, but to me, she's a conservative, and my dad to me is a conservative. He why reads, do you have to label your own family? Re- Sean? Well, I, <laughs> because they were all so right wing that yeah. I had no choice but to be as. Left, so right? rebellion. I had to balance your... it out because they were all agreeing with each other, and I would be. And so I would go as far the other way as I could, yeah. and then that sort of carried on into my adulthood. That I'm very <laughs> left wing, and I react against right wing all the time. But aren't you right? sometimes looking for the uh, the left wing reaction in everything that someone says? I just find some people that are that are overly liberal are always trying to find what sort of pro liberal uh, angle I can find in every conversation. Well, here's here's why they're always like sort of quick to defend. Okay, if I do that, the reason I do it is because I think the world is right wing. Everything's right wing. So the fact that we're destroying the planet, for instance, that's letting the right wingers have been in charge. So that's what's happened. Don't you listen to George Carlin? We're destroying the planet. So (laughs) that's what happens when you let uh, right wing white males in charge. We've got. Don't be racist against white males. We got Stephen Harper. We did some good things here. We got Rob Ford. So this is what happened. Went to the moon. I don't even think we actually went to the moon. So that's why I get behind people like Olivia Chow because we have to balance it out. We have to go the other way. 
Well, no, that's too far. Okay, first of all, there's no, only so much. There's only so much American. Do, what do you want? I'll give it other. to you. That's my platform. We're talking about family gatherings. The, now we're no, fighting, this was my we're family. fighting like a real family. No, now. this is what my family gatherings were like. So my brother would say something. They got political. He would say something. We would we were we would be in restaurants, and the owner of the restaurant would have to come over and tell us to be quiet because my really? brother were shouting at each other. <laughs> it was like because my brother watched Crossfire. Oh, <laughs> remember Crossfire with Pat yeah. Buchanan? That, yeah. he that he loved Crossfire. He wanted his whole early nineties Crossfire. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He wanted his whole world to be Crossfire, and I was the left wing guy at the table. You were like the uh, Combs to his sh- uh, Hannity. Exactly. Hannity so, Combs. I don't know what you're talking about there, but but because uh, <laughs> well, on Fox, Fox. They, had, they had a show with uh, Sean Hannity and Alan Combs. Okay, and I've it was never supposed seen to be. It. it was well, it's not on anymore. But it used to be Sean Hannity's the right wing, and Sean and and. Um, Sean, wait, Sean Hannity, and then uh, Combs, Michael Combs, Freddie. Combs. Now it's called cross dressing. Honey, honey, honey Combs, <laughs> uh, Alan Combs, Alan Combs was the left wing guy. The bow tie so, anyway, guy. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. He was the left wing dude. So anyway, see, I'd rather see that. I'd rather see a show where it's two cross dressers, one right wing, <laughs> one left wing, and uh, I would enjoy that more. I'd like to see two females, one right wing. I, I want to see a right wing female. Well, this is, and a left wing female fighting over a cross dresser and a female and a tr- a post op and a. <laughs> A tranny, <laughs> and I think this was also why right I here, used right to, now at this place. <laughs> we were talking about Joy Behar earlier. Get now magazine. Let's get one. Let's get. Sort of that's why fun. I enjoyed the view. And I used on to, debit, please. I used to love it when Elizabeth and Joy would get into arguments because I I love that left right exchange. Sometimes. At any point, did you that want makes Elizabeth, me all mad though? I get so angry. Did you want Elizabeth and Joy to make out at any point? I just wanted. I I loved Elizabeth like in terms I, of a look. Such a daffy twine. No, no, no. I'm not talking about her. I just thought she was hot. Yeah, no, she's no. hot, but I mean, but I, I'm not with. A, I wouldn't be with her to hear her political views. I get very views. conflicted when when a, a right wing woman is hot. It it really bothers me. But then it kind of stirs things up in me a little bit. So when I went to go and see the View in New York during commercial, they were talking about. I guess it was like some hot topic about a marriage breaking up, and uh, um, and then I overheard Elizabeth say, you know, I don't worry about Tim leaving me. And then Joy was sort of like, well, why? And then she's like, and I heard Elizabeth say, this is off air during between uh, commercials. And she, and then Elizabeth goes, uh, because I'm very good in bed. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I could overhear that. And I was like, oh, man, oh, shit, man. That's I so bet cool. she is. I bet she is. I bet she is, too. But, yeah. I, but I mean, just to hear her speak is just would be a fucking nightmare. We have the view scoop here. That's amazing. That's yeah. something no one knows about. That's oh. great. Well, I'm sure if she was pressing it. In my, I don't. Anyway, I just it was just like I'm not worried about my husband leaving me because I'm. Very and that good. guy was such a fucking. Dork I'm very anyway. good. In bed. She was. Way, she was way out of. Is his, she? She's still with him. Way out she? of his league. He knew she was out of his league. That's why he would never leave her. Well, the guy's got his shit together. <clears throat> when I was a kid, we'd go to my grandmother's house, and there'd be like family, this, and my cousin, and then we didn't. You know, I didn't do any of that. Now we kind of do that a little bit now with my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, but. How about you and Jamila? Do you have a lot of family? Like, do you see Jamila's family? How's that? Uh, Jamila's family is complicated. I, I don't even know if I should get into it. No, I think I think I think just the family dynamic is changing. Like, remember, some, it used to be Sunday dinner. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's well, what we, all, here's we, used what to, all. we used to all have Sunday dinner at my grandparents' place, and when they got sick, that kind of dwindled off a little bit. 
And then the the parents feel like, and then I think the uh, the kids feel an obligation to be with each other on family gatherings. And then after a while, we're sort of like, well, we don't need to do this anymore because you know, grandma and grandpa are gone. So then people just break apart. I mean, I mean we're losing that. The, the, well, uh, the are great, we losing that? Or the great thing about uh, Jamila and my brother's wife Yvette is both of them can cook so well, and they make these meals that are just beyond anything you would even get in a restaurant and uh, and nothing against my mom i know she means well but she's i got an english background and i think you know what that means uh boiled uh, <laughs> not boiled and fried hamilton english in background. a bag for god's sake hamilton, yeah. first of all have you ever found a good restaurant in hamilton no you know why because no one in hamilton really knows how to make food i haven't actually gone looking for food in hamilton there's either. nowhere to eat there I'm and sure there must be some my grandmother was McDonald's. not <laughs> So my, my, you know, that was another argument we always had with my grandmother because she would always say Hamilton was better than Toronto, and there would be this big Toronto Hamilton fight. But uh, but Jamila and Yvette, great cooks. So now the food is just incredible. So that's that's one great thing. So it, usually at family gatherings like Thanksgiving, it was just my parents, me, and Jamila, and Jamila just made this amazing meal. It was incredible. So I'm thankful for that, for sure. Yeah. So well, I think the families can get it together easier when the kids are younger, too. I think as people get older, then they finally realize, oh, I, got, I can't make it this week or something. But, but yeah, yeah, we would always have a family gathering on uh, Sundays. Not anymore, though. Well, no. I mean, my cousins don't speak to me. And... Uh, is it because of the Beastie Boys? And- it's because of the, I danced to the Beastie Boys at their wedding, yes. I can't believe that. That's ridiculous. People well, hold so grudges, what? I, I, went, I got fucked up and crazy at a wedding. Big deal. That's what Scottish people thing. do. Well, I think my family doesn't talk to each other because uh, someone put a crust of bread in someone's face at some function. Really? Yeah. And that was like, that, that was What it. do you mean a crust of bread? I got a smushed bread in someone's face. It's like They tried to choke him with bread? I want more bread. Like, here's, here's your bread. Oh, what was the, what was the argument? Yeah. What was the argument? I don't know. It was just like, why can't I have more bread? I want more bread. And some, like one of my cousins or something said, I want more bread. And then someone just mushed a piece of bread in someone's face. <laughs> that's why James family Cagney? gatherings, Scott, the comedy that comes out of family gatherings is great. Well, that's the, why people love that stuff because it's so true. It's like, oh, my God. Which yeah. it's, it's relatable. And even if it's not relatable, it's such an extreme from what you're used to seeing that it's somehow amusing. Your cats yeah. are now taking the plate. Pushing chairs over. This is. A, I know they can take over. It's, yeah. it's Planet of the Apes. I, I don't fear Planet of the Apes. We're, we're similar. Planet of the Cats. <laughs> Planet of the Cats would be. Much... There'd be shit everywhere, and everywhere you walk, would be like dangling toys and fucking. Well, yeah, no, it, it's it's like I said, you know, if you if you wanted to come home with every uh, with everything knocked off the counter, get a cat. Yeah. So what is the uh, like? I have a, a stand-up comedy friend who uh, invites all of her... Actually, a couple. They invite a, a lot of friends over for Thanksgiving. Kate Davis? Like. Kate Davis. I've never been to Shannon. one of those. Uh, So, you never know, what dinner. do you guys think about no. that? Like, instead, if you don't have family, what about making your yeah, own... Yeah, but people have to call you in the first place. Your own <laughs> gathering. Yeah. No, but I mean, and if what they about... don't call you, you don't go fucking to Thanksgiving <laughs> fucking dinner. I got Tim and Eric now, thank God. I'm I don't try- need anybody. I'm trying to say... Your, your I... cat's eating... Hey, Tim... Eric, do your best. I'm trying to Get say... Get the fuck out of there, man. I'm saying family is what you make of it. It's just a, a gathering of people that... But Dave is already... Uh, he's well, mad Well, isn't now. this sort Thanks. of a... 
Is you're it right. Family bus meeting every week or two, sort of a family gathering yes. in a way. Yeah, well, you yeah, something you look forward to and and re catching up. What and, you make of it, like yeah. you know, just like motorcycle clubs and uh, and uh, Cub Scouts and shit like that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be uh, your uncle falling asleep. No, the, it you can know, be whatever you need. Think to be. about how many uh, people, for instance, are gay in the Midwest in America, and they can't go to their family mm, gatherings. I'm still thinking about they, it. They yeah, go, wait, wait. No, but you know what I mean. Mm, they, homo, they go, in the, homo in the heartland. Mm, more <laughs> turkey. <laughs> bom, bom, no, but you know bom, what I mean. Bom. People go to the big city. More stuffing. You <laughs> have to find... Hello. If you don't get along with your family, you have to go out and you have to find a family. That's, yeah. that's really what it is. So. Yeah. <laughs> 